Warning, listening to round three while driving could result in an accident and bodily injury. Like you could hurt your spleen and stuff. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to round three, where I'm introducing us because we didn't really discuss it before we got going. So I just assumed I would take it. My name is Steve Glosson. Glad to be along with you. His name is Steve Glosson. Yes. And mm -hmm. I'm Sheena, and I actually had an intro, but then Steve stole it. I'm so mm -hmm. well. We didn't. You should have told me before we got going. I didn't think about it until the music started, and then as soon as I heard the warning, I was like. Why don't we have someone go, ow, my spleen, just because I think it would be funny. And then I'm like, that's where we can ask the tough questions. Why don't we have someone saying, ow, my spleen? And that was going to be my intro. But now it's it's gone. Steve stole it. Where we ask the tough questions. Like, why did I just wake up in a bathtub full of eyes? I mean, I think you just did your bit for us there, Sheena. Maybe so. No, definitely so. It happened. I can go back and play the tape and let you hear. No, that's okay. He I want to hear records myself. on tape. I'm recording That's on tape. That's awesome. Listen, this is the only podcast that records on tape, guys. <laughs> we're doing it old school. We're kicking we, it. We make a mixtape for everybody when we do this. We're kicking it analog. Oh, mixtapes, guys. <laughs> we are. <laughs> What's so funny? You almost did a spit take there. <laughs> I can't cut. We're live. This is live, pal. I can't stop. We got an audience. It's crazy. <laughs> Round three. Round three show, gmail.com, <laughs> at round three show on the Twitter. Steve Lawson, Derek Russell. Oh, that hurt. Hey, I'm Derek. Sheena, everybody's favorite, Sheena. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> kicking it analog here. We've got about 30 minutes left on this uh, Memorex tape that I've got plugged in. <laughs> so, did you poke the tab out? Yeah, we got to make sure that we get it all, all handled in there. Um, was there anything in life more frustrating back in the day? Let's talk first world problems real quick than recording songs off the radio and thinking you had enough tape to get the whole song and you still had about 90 seconds left and everything went to pot. Or what I hate is you're trying to record the song and you think you're going to get the first couple of lines, but no, the DJ won't no, shut up. Oh no, no. And it's, Boy. you know... 30 seconds into the song, the DJ finally shuts up. And what then do they the call that? What, what do they call that in the industry? They, it's, um, up. that's what they called it. No, they, no, you're hitting the right mark. And I forget what, what it's actually called. There's a word for it. Talking to the, to a certain point when the lyrics kick in. And it, I think it is meant to reduce the piracy stuff and everything. Did you guys ever call in and request a song and have it played? You ever called Delilah? Oh, yeah. Steve? I did call Delilah one time. How'd that turn out for you? Not too good. Um, uh, no, seriously, have you ever call like a ro local radio station have a have a song yeah. played? Oh yeah, man. Yes, those are the good old days, weren't they? Long distance dedication. Yep. I called and one time. I used alert. I used to love oldies music, and there was an oldie station. Used, used to. Well, I still do, guys. Not gonna lie to you. And there was an oldie station. I had to be up really early on a Saturday morning, and Big Bob was the DJ. And so I called up old Big Bob and said, can you play Tutti Frutti by Little Richard? Because I've really got to get moving this morning. And Big Bob 
played it for me and told me to get my butt up and going. I called one. I called. Uh, and you've been going ever since. That's right. I called one the other day just for uh, just for Sheena. I want Bama Lumop. What in the world? I did. I did. I said, "Hey, I need you to play the Association, Wendy." And uh, shut up, Terry Russell. <laughs> what is that? I don't know that song. <gasps> Steve. Steve. You don't know it either, Steve. No, please, Steve. Please don't know Steve, it. Steve, play, play the Association, Wendy. You know this song, Steve. I don't know this song. Steve, you know this song. When you hear it, you will know this song. Uh, is it Is it Wendy? This has been an ongoing battle for weeks. You have to know this song, Even my Steve. mother is involved is in this. Is it Wendy, yes. like blustery Wendy? Yes, W-I-N-D-Y. Yes. Okay, here we go. Everyone knows it's Wendy. From Everyone knows it's annoying. I will come. And do what? See, the music sounds familiar, but I don't remember the lyrics at all. Yeah. Woo. Everyone knows it's weird. It's annoying. Yeah, I know this song. Guys, like, I know every oldies song. Like my mother raised me right, y'all. You know, but this when song. I told her, I was like, "Mom, I don't know this song." She's like, "Yeah, because it's terrible. That's why oh, I never taught it to you." Everyone knows it's windy. And then, and then, and then, and then, I said something to Mama about going to see Derek and his play, and she's like, "Not if he's going to sing that windy song." Mm. I don't sing in the show. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm looking Love at this. Mother, this is an amazing. This is an amazing album cover. Album cover from the association, and. It looks like an awkward family photo of a bunch of dudes. Yeah. yeah. One that dude. Has nothing to do with it. One all white guys and Except one for the one Asian. One Asian yes, dude. Look, okay. I know. Look, it doesn't matter. It's a fantastic song. And the all one I countered dude. I countered his Wendy with Red Rubber Ball, which is one of my favorite sort know of Red old. Rubber Ball. I do love Red Rubber Ball. It's I don't great. think I know Red Rubber Ball. You know Red Rubber Ball. You, do, you know Red Rubber Ball. By Simon, Simon and Gunk. Simon and Garfunkel. He wrote it. Yeah. Did not perform it. Oh. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying. Circle, you know circle with a Y. These are all Paul Simon songs that we're singing. There is um, I don't amongst know. the 23 or 24. I don't know who that are they aren't lyrics. Skip a bit, brother. Mm -mm. The circle, word. red rubber ball. Yeah, there you go. I should have known. No, thank you. <gasps> I got to get to the chorus. Well, I'd like to tell you the about the chorus is the best part. My Atlanta. Let's get to the hook. Now I know you're not the only, the star only starfish in the sea. If I never hear your name again, it's all the same to me. It is such I a mean think song. It's gonna be all right. Yeah, the worst is over now. The morning sun is shining like a red rubber that makes no that sense. Song, Red rubber balls song, don't shine. That song is a giant. And I got to tell you this too. I'm watching these guys play. Such a good song. Because it, it's actually a one of those old school music one of those oh. old school music videos. And the one dude has the double fretted guitar, like the yeah. guy from Alabama always played. And I've never seen anyone get so little use out of so many strings. <laughs> Quite true. Well, guys, we're just walking down memory lane here with some music today. 
How did Wendy come up? Oh yeah, I sent it as a long distance dedication. Did you really do that? Well, I I did over text, but she oh. she, she 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 questioned it and then she hated it. And now is our long distance request and dedication. I'm Casey Kasem. I'm Casey Kasem. Zoinks. Beyond the, the great. Derek writes in and says, Dear Casey, my friend Sheena hates this song. <laughs> Please play it nonstop. Please play Wendy by the association and send her all my love. <laughs> mm. I always like the more grooving stuff, you know? Like Herman's Hermits? Herman's mm, Hermits. Yeah, sure. I love Herman's Hermits. I don't guess I know who that is. <gasps> Steve, Henry VIII, Steve. I am. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. see, that doesn't groove. Yes, it does. Oh, my if God. You listen to, oh, my God, there's a kind of hush. Or, God, Derek, name some. All we do, all me and you do, Derek, is Talk about geek Herman's out Hermits. about Herman's Hermits. I still can't believe we tried so hard to get them to come here and then didn't get them. Found out they were dead? No, they still tour. Oh, Really? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the swinging medallions. You'll bump into Steve, sw- Mrs. Brown. You've got a lovely daughter. Come on. Yeah. I see. I just don't. They're too close to the Beatles. No. You no. heard me. No, they're no. amazing. You heard me. They have that very b- Brit- British feel. Something tells me I'm into something. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Guys, what say we get into the topics of the evening? Oh, yeah. We have topics. Yeah. Yeah. We don't fight each other on music. Do you not want to talk about them, Sheena? (laughs) Do you not want to get into the topics? It will. We were on, you know, the topic of music, and it was like, oh, yeah, we do this other thing. Well, we'll keep going. So, yeah, spin the wheel. I'll keep going. I mean, look, I'm hoping we'll get up to the 80s so I can hit some Steve Winwood up for you guys. Oh my God, I do love Steve Winwood. Oh my God. He does. Steve Winwood has a great oh. voice, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to lie Steve to you. I have been thinking about starting a podcast called Back in the High Life again with Jared. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I'll host it for you. That doesn't make any sense. Back in the High Life again with, with Derek. Rolling in baby. Man, what a voice that man's got. Yep. Underrated performer. I'll tell you who else I feel like is an underrated performer. Billy Ocean. Yes, I love Billy Ocean. Yeah. He kills it. Mm-hmm. He is so good. Yep. Sheena, I'm going to see Bruce Springsteen Thursday night. You can do that all by yourself. You don't like the Bruce? No, I, I hate to say it. That's like... Wow. Like, I feel really bad because I'm one of those people who like... I love so much stuff, but like I don't like the Bob Dylan and the Bruce Springsteen. But like I love mm-hmm. Gaslight Anthem, which is basically trying really hard to be Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But to me, I like Gaslight Anthem because they remind me of Jackson Brown. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. a whole theory I could get into, but I won't. Oh. But have fun at that. You know, one time Bruce Springsteen jumped the gates at Graceland. There's my party trick talking about Elvis. There it is. All right. Well, let's spin that wheel. What do you say to that? They were back in the highlight. With Derek. Much much like Steve Winwood. No, with Derek. And Steve. Winwood. Back in the the highlight again with Derek and Steve. Guys, the wheel has come to rest on topic number three. 
That being the topic of adult coloring books. Go. Oh, God. Have you seen these? Have you heard about these things? Why did this look? I'm I'm here for them. I'm here for them. But here's the thing. I think they make them and market them in such a weird way. Like, I'm an adult. I don't want to color abstract designs. Like, there are adult coloring books. I want to color Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, I still buy Lisa Frank. I still buy Star Wars. My friend just sent me one called Unicorns or Jerks, and it's all a a coloring book about how unicorns are jerks. And, like, there are these big gothic ones about vampires and stuff like that. Like, I'd rather have that than some weird abstract design. And then don't even tell me I'm supposed to rip them out and frame them, y'all. Uh-uh. Anyway, if you do that, that's your thing. Oh my gosh, that was everything I could have hoped from for you, Sheena. My Lanta, don't even tell me I'm supposed to rip them out and frame them, y'all. Thank (laughs) you so much. That is everything I wanted. (laughs) Guys, I actually was told about adult... My mom texted me and she says, Well, hey, did you know they have adult coloring books? I said, yeah, they're called coloring books. Exactly. And she laughed. uh the uh, the illustrious newspaper that Derek Russell now works for just did a huge piece on adult coloring books. You have to use colored pencils, not crayons. And see, that's BS. Like, if I want to use a crayon, who's going to stop me? The adult coloring book police? Come on. Right. They are going to stop you. <laughs> I dare them. Um, Come at me, bro. I, uh... They are not back in the high life again. I picked up a Star Wars adult coloring book, guys. There's a Star Wars adult coloring book? Yeah, and they're about to come out with a second one. Don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked into the hype. Lame. It what, is a bunch... What, I mean... Okay. Listen, but, Wes has got one that is huge. Right. And... I enjoy coloring on that. I, um... I it's can't a, it's find a Rebels it right now. one. Where did I put it? Y'all, Derek drew, drew a beautiful My Little Pony figure. Star Wars. That I think Art everyone needs to coloring, see. But please don't make fun of my drawing. This is, here it is Art I Therapy think. Star Wars 100 Images to Create and Inspire. So you open it up as you do with books. There's a bunch of Star Wars adult coloring books. Yeah, and I open this up, and the first picture is Darth Maul surrounded by like flowers. Very Aww. No, it's ridiculous. And then there's all these different abstract artsy pages, like made of like looks Bunch like a. It looks like you're looking at X wings through a kaleidoscope or something like that. And I'm like, this is not what I signed on for. And An the design anti-stress coloring book. But it's not again. It's not anti-stress. And you know it. You know it's professional because coloring is spelled with a U. The designs are so intricate. Oh the designs are so intricate that it's like I'm scared to color them because yeah, it stresses and that's what me I'm saying, out. Like. I'm a big, dumb adult. Can you give me some big, dumb coloring spaces to where I don't need to color in these little intricate patterns? That's why you got to use the colored pencils. Not a fan. No, that's so stupid. And see, I automatically acquire a negative connotation when I hear adult coloring book. Yeah. If if you're a grown-up and you think you need a coloring book to feel better, I, I can take you to the right aisle. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it because, I mean, it does calm you down. I'm sitting right here right now. I got two boxes of 96 crayons, one box of 64, and then a big butt box of like 100-some-odd crayons. That I love Crayola crayons, and I've got coloring books all over the Star Wars room. But when I put... I don't like this adult coloring book thing, guys. It does not relieve stress. Seems making fun of my drawings. drawings. I I I think it does relieve stress. 
and it can be cool, but I just don't want to be like, if I go to the kids section and pick up a, I don't know, Lisa Frank one, don't judge me for not, you know, coloring your little intricate designs. Well, Sheena, what I'm telling you is, is the designs are so intricate and small that it does not relieve stress. It is a stressful endeavor. And more I, I, I know some weirdos who they like that kind of thing, so they may get off on it. But more power, me. more power to them. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're bad for wanting to do that, people. I'm just telling you, it's stressful. Don't try to tell me it's stress relieving, because if you do, you're a liar, and I don't want to associate with liars. I ain't spending eleven dollars on a coloring book. Exactly. I'll tell you that much. And right I, now. you know what? And I did, Derek, because oh. it was Star Wars, and I'm like, let well, me tell you about a store out. called Dollar General. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, there there's that topic handled. Mm. Done. Handled. That that topic got back on the high life again. Excellent, guys. Excellent work. Let's That's keep fair. it up. Let's keep it up. Now, guys, this is one that I'm personally bringing to the table. Well, what number is it? Number two. Okay. Uh, I this, thought the last one was number two. No, the last one was number three. Says you. No, says the wheel, Derek. <clears throat> and the wheel don't lie because I don't associate with liars. We've established that fact <laughs> in this show, okay? <laughs> if the wheel's going to lie, it can go live with you. I'll be. Why, why with me? Why, I'm not a liar. I'm not saying you are, but maybe you want to associate with one. No, I live in Jeez. the high life again, Steve. Uh, well, then it'll go live with Sheena. Why? Because she's like, I don't want the wheel. Because if the wheel is I a lie, I don't have enough room. My apartment is tiny. If the wheel is a lie, I don't want the wheel. Y'all, all right, guys. This is clearly for my own personal edification and learning. This is something I heard about on a podcast. Good Lord at the lightning. Did you hear the thunder? Holy Lord. Did you hear the thunder? <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah. Angry. <laughs> the wheel is like pissed, guys. <laughs> Lucifer's like, I heard you were talking shit about coloring books. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Derek, language. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks for that extra editing work. Um, Lucifer says that I was just I was listening. I was listening to a podcast where a guy was talking about a documentary about these things. And the fact that he collects these things, they're called song poems. That's, I still don't know what this is. The business of recording song poems was promoted through small display ads in popular magazines, comic books, tabloids, mid-adventure journals, and similar publications with a headline reading, essentially, send in your poems, songwriters make thousands of dollars, free evaluation. The term lyrics was avoided because it was assumed potential customers would not understand what the term meant. Those who sent their poetry into one of the production companies usually received notice by mail their work was worthy of recording by professional musicians along with the proposal to do so in exchange for a fee. The early 20th century versions of this business involved setting the words to music and printing up sheet music from inexpensively engraved plates. And so there were people, and on this one documentary, it talks about one guy in particular who sent in like poem on poem on poem and these folks would just record it they would like do they had these studio session people and they would just do different versions of these songs and or like they had like i guess a set type of sheet music they would just 
sing the songs and send them on back to the guy. And I found one, guys. Okay. Um, it's called Green Fingernails. It's um sounds promising. Yeah, it's uh the lyrics are by Charlotte Strathman. Vocal by Gene Marshall. I've never listened to this. I want us to do it together as this topic on round three. This is Green Fingernails. <laughs> With your long distance death gauge. <laughs> Nails, I love you. Green fingernails, you betcha. Green fingernails, I'm riding high. Green fingernails, I love you till I die. Oh God. Green fingernails. I mean. Okay, so if that's what was accepted, what was rejected? They were. The thing is, is they were all accepted. They were all accepted because what these people would do is it was kind of they run a scam on these folks. They're like, send us in. If we like it, we'll record it. And then they would send the stuff in. The folks would send back letters that we like it for a minimal fee, for a nominal fee. We'll record this for you. And they did. And this particular one, Green Fingernails, is apparently about, I don't know what it's about, guys. But I have to imagine the woman who wrote the lyrics is from the Midwest because one of the lines was green fingernails, you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> That's green, my favorite line in that, you betcha. Green fingernails, you betcha. Yeah, sure. But until you die? Until the day I die. What was a little I creepy, die. something about he was going to ride green fingernails? Did I hear that? Uh, well, uh, Sheena, I can't be sure. Fingernails, you betcha. <laughs> them singing back up. Fingernails, I'm yeah, they're riding high. Or they are bright and high. No, he, he really. said, no, I, I believe I he it's... said, he said, I'm riding high, much like yeah. l riding the high life again, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> tune in next time for <laughs> Back in the High Life Again with Derek. Yeah. Guys. Okay, so how is this a topic? What is the topic here? I don't know. I just wanted to bring something interesting. I thought we were going to write one here for a second. Oh, let's do that. What year is that? It had to be back in the day of records. Oh, wow. Well, that's really specific, Steve. Can you vague that up for me? Yes. Uh, sometime in the 20th century. The last century. Yes. How does that work for you? I mean, I look. All I did was do a song poem search on the YouTube's. So why do you why do you remember this? Like, what's your history with this? Well, I heard someone talking about them on uh, on a uh, on a podcast, and and they played one or two of them. I'm like, that's really interesting. And I usually I, refers to song lyrics that have been set to music for a fee to practice, which has long been. I just read that. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at it again. Well, by God. Song sharking. Okay, if we have to do this, can we make one about like Star Wars and BB-8 and stuff? Can yeah. we make? I'm gonna say, can we make one about um, Lucifer? <laughs> adult coloring books. <laughs> yeah. Did you pull about that off of YouTube, Steve? I did, Derek. That's, I'm seeing it now. Green fingernails. 
great outsider art song program. Too bad Charlotte didn't live to see her creation get the exposure it deserved. Did the song and the kill exposure, Charlotte and, like Blue killed its creator? Yeah. Yeah. By I the way, if her descendants have the original pressing. By the way, Ancestry.com lists a woman born in 1916 in Clay, South Dakota. By, by the way, way, the exposure it deserves is apparently 7,446 views on YouTube. <laughs> but look at this, 24 <laughs> thumbs up, only one thumb down. Well, there's always got to be one. Someone. There's always one. So, I, I, Steve, I, don't, I think you need to play the rest of the song because according to the comments on YouTube, it takes a turn. Oh. What? Well, all right. Let's... Uh... Fingernails I'm riding high What? You betcha. There you go. What? They, they make him sick. You betcha. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> but, but you make him sick. What now? Yeah. One, one minute he needs him, the next minute he makes him sick. Three fingernails, I need you. Green fingernails, you betcha. Green fingernails don't say goodbye. Green fingernails, I'll love you till I die. Green fingernails, you make me sick. Now, guys, is he sick or or is the speaker of the poem dedicated to sick because of the? It sounds like some sort of vitamin deficiency. I guess so. I, I am. Uh, this poses more questions than it answers. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to figure out if this is um, if this is one too, guys. Do you know the song "I Lost My Girl to an Argentinian Cowboy"? That's my favorite song. <laughs> uh, we played it at my wedding. It was such a tender moment. <laughs> I, I feel I've, like I I've, think this I've is, asked that it be played at my wedding. I think I mean, this is funeral. one of those. I, I think this is. <laughs> I think this is one of those. Um, yeah, it's from the American Song Poem Anthology. A jam. I lost my girl to an Argentina cowboy. God, uh, this takes me back. Cowpunching gay boy. Whoa! That just meant happy back then. Yeah, right. This feels like a hee haw sketch. Yes. I, I mean, like, guys, there's a. Li- there's a very. Like, this opened up some, like, chasm that's been closed for hundreds of years yeah, we we probably need to call dean and sam in on this i'm gonna one. say you woke something yeah yeah uh you didn't not, have to speak latin for this to happen how do you feel about uh yellow things guys 
They're my favorite of all the things. Well, then you're going to uh, agree with Till Faulkner. Yellow things? I like yellow things. Like the the yellow-eyed demon? (laughs) Here we go, guys. Come on. And the old ones. <laughs> Lemon pie and button drops. Pine saw. <laughs> Pine saw. And tangerines. I thought tangerines were orange, guys. Am I am I wrong I did about too. that? That that's that that stood out for me. Maybe some of our older listeners who were alive. You got back, some ripe ones. <laughs> who were alive back in like the sixties or what have you can tell us. No did, ma'am, those are lemons. Did tangerines used to be <laughs> Yellow before the atomic fallout. Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. What's the last topic? Because this, I'm, this, I'm gonna be honest. These sound like songs from horror movies. Yeah, guys, I'm telling you, I just thought it'd be fun to look at them, and and yet they're all better than Wendy. I lost my girl to an Argentinian cowboy. Look, look. I don't, you are not too far away from me to get you right now, guys. Our final topic. Come at me, Russell. <laughs> Our, our final topic uh, for tonight is Pitch Me the Round 3 television show. Oh, my God. It's like changing channels on Supernatural. Um, you know, the sitcom no, part. I don't know. You know? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. That episode of Supernatural. Oh, my God. Where's the trickster? Oh, my God. Oh my and God. we do all the shows. I have genital herpes. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Sexy MD. And the... Um, Nutcracker, and then the um, so changing a, channels. So the, it's a we're, we're all of those. So it's a sketch show. It's all of it. Well, yeah, they keep changing of. the channel and something new every time. Oh, What's I never saw on? that. I never saw that episode. Oh, that's oh, it's a great so good. Episode. The theme Sam, song. Sam too, doing um, the gentle herpes commercial. Sam does a gentle herpes I ad, gentle and then herpes. they do a Grey's Anatomy knockoff called Doctor Sexy MD, and they, they do, do like a Full House. Perfect strength. Yeah, the type. full house song um is Intro. my mom's ringtone. It's so adorable. Like it's the cutest and like they're riding a bicycle bit full built for two and everything is really cute. So what so um, this would be like us doing robot chicken? Yeah, sure. We do we do all of them. Like we do Nutcracker and Dr. Sexy MD and I can go up to you and be like, You're a very amazing neurosurgeon, but you're a coward. And then there's, you know, making out in some sad a coffee shop music in the background. Okay. And and this goes on for how many episodes? All of them, Steve. Okay. I think um, Sheena and Derek get a car and the voice of the car is Steve. <gasps> yes! I like that too. <laughs> okay, Derek. <laughs> it's like my mother the car, but it's my podcast partner for life, the car. <laughs> You're you're like, all right, Steve, super super pursuit mode. I'm too and, tired. And does everybody know what the name of it is? Mm-mm. Back on the highlight again. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Steve, the car. All right. But it's all, you know, letters. It stands for something. Right. Well, what does the letter Steve stand uh, for? Semi-transmission economic velocity 
engine? Sure. Yes. <laughs> nice. And you're like, all right, time for super pursuit mode. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of tired. Just give me five more minutes. Yeah. Can we just, just put on cruise control, guys? I'm sure they could have come up with something better than that. Let's Steve. listen to Wendy by the association. Oh, my God. Yes, I have. I had read. a great idea, and then that killed it. Or you're, <laughs> like, or you're like, hey, Steve, where's the nearest restaurant? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not Siri. Just a car. Oh, it looks like there's a McDonald's right here somewhere. Yeah. Find it. I guess we can go through the drive-through. Super turbo ergonomic. Oh, I like ergonomic. <laughs> I am an ergonomic man, ladies. He's got that lumbar support. <laughs> <laughs> I got all that lumbar support, ladies. How Super you doing? Turbo ergonomic. Ventricular. <laughs> mm, I'm an ergonomic ventricular exciting thing. Excel. No, that's that's an A. <laughs> yeah, but you can you can pull a mask, an old school mask, and just spell it with the wrong letter. Yeah. Nice. Or you could it's say cool. like you could be Steve G, and it could be like excite. Like you know, you get to all of the S T E V E, and then the E is like exciting, and then G is gangsta. Mm -hmm. So okay. what is our mission? Do we, amazing. Uh, we eradicate all demons. It's like the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Anything that came oh, out of that nice. song poem era, we drive around the U.S. So it's like science fiction and horror. Yeah, it's Supernatural meets Knight Rider. I'm down like a clown, Charlie Brown. Inspector Gadget. I mean, and what I really like about this is I don't have to do anything in this TV show except sit behind a microphone and record lines for the car. <laughs> randomly there's potato chips being eaten you hear drink slurping <laughs> yeah, I think you got something in the carburetor Steve. no it's fine <sighs> no, it's really and then Wendy tasty. will come on the radio and me and Derek will punch the button to either play it or not play it and Steve will be like you guys you're hurting me yeah oh, uh, me. Scott, stop it <laughs> stop it stop it I hate it when mommy and daddy fight <laughs> Sanitation. Whoa. No, that's just not going to go anywhere good. What? Uh, super. So, solid. Su super. Super team explosive velociraptor excitement. Bam. Seven. St no. Steve seven. Steve se seven. <laughs> that's it. That's and the then, and then if I really, you know, then I can get in a wreck. We can get in a wreck. And and like I and my and the car gets blowed up real good, and so it, so it has to be rebuilt. And then it's the Steve two thousand. Yeah. Why can't it be the three thousand? Because two thousand. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we need to get stop doing stuff two thousand. We've already passed two thousand. Well, guys, if there's anything we learned about me on any of these shows, it's that I'm pretty much stuck in the past. That's the show. Steve is in the car, but the real Steve's stuck in the past, and we try to it's, hoping, and you have, hoping each leap will be the one that brings him. <laughs> so you're you're going around killing the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo as raised uh -huh. from the dead by the song poems. Well, you also, heard it. Also, Green fingernails. There's a demon out yeah. there called Green Fingernails. Also, trying to get to the past to rescue me, where I'm stuck in a recording booth as the car. That got weird. Where I'm stuck in the past. So it's like Back to the Future meets Supernatural meets Knight Rider. 
meets 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. We got a show on our hands, guys. Print it. Pitch it. Sell it. Done. Whatever ABC, ABC family just went to, whatever that network's called now, that, that they get it. What do they call that thing now? That is not ABC Family anymore. I don't know what it is. Yes, yeah. It's There's a, no more ABC Family. It's well, a it's weird, the same channel. They just like, rebranded. Yeah, with a weird rebranding, like Velocity. Yeah, it's not even like a good network name. It's yeah, weird. It's like Velocity. So, are they still gonna have like Harry Potter marathons? No. Yeah, I don't think the programming changed. No, I think they, they hate Harry Potter. I asked this now. like I have cable, but AC Fam. Well, what just happened? Formation. What? It's called Formation. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's called Formation. That's stupid. This is what I'm saying. Freeform. It's called Freeform. Freeform. Anyway. That's what it's called, not Formation. Because that's better. Yeah, Formation is like free what... Ball. What vote... What? <laughs> free ball? <laughs> free ball. <laughs> oh, like free falling. I thought you said free ball. <laughs> and I'm like, no. That's another not, network. That's a different network altogether. <laughs> Oh, it's time for my podcast. <laughs> Not only is this the intro music, we play it underneath the entire show. Guys, I forgot to tell my Circle K story. We'll have to do that again on Friday. Again? Well, I'll have to remember it on Friday. The suspense is killing me. I hope it lasts. <laughs> What's bad is there's no way it's going to live up. I thought the buzz was killing you. Aren't you still under there? There's no way it's going to live up to the hype. So that's it. Steve drives a buzz and we're stuck underneath it for an entire season. And I can't go below 55 miles an hour or it explodes. But he keeps opening and closing the doors to let the people off. Yeah. Well, they keep pulling. They keep pulling. <laughs> Why'd you keep making them stops? They kept pushing the button. <laughs> I am Batman. I was Batman. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, guys, hit us up with your topic suggestions or your song poems. Oh, please send in a song poem to round3show at gmail.com or you can tweet us at round3show. We'll see you Friday. Until then, I'm Steve. I'm Derek. I'm Sheena. And those guys sound depressed. We'll see you on Friday, guys. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Steve. I'm Sheena. I'm Derek. Oh, my God. Hey, the music is playing us out. The music is... I will mute you. Bring it. Oh, edit all this out. It's already been played live. My Atlanta, stop it. Audience has heard it. Stop talking so we can get to the hook and pull it down. <laughs> hey, what are you doing later, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>